And now, it's time to sit back and enjoy the Two True Freaks Internet Radio Broadcast. You gonna break your old man's heart? If I have to. Everyone creates the thing they dread. Is that why you've come? To end the Avengers? I've come to save the world. But also... Yeah. Sometimes it's hard. But sooner or later, every man shows himself. There are... No strings on me. Yeah, huh? What's the vibranium for? I'm glad you asked that because I wanted to take this time to explain my evil plan. Two True Freaks Roundtable Review for Avengers Age of Spader Ultron Age of Ultron uh, I am Chris Tyler the hand metal hero and I am joined with, with several illustrious Two True Freaks hosts uh, if I look at them on my Skype screen I have the inimitable Gene Gene podcasting machine Hendrix Avengers we're gonna cut it off before the end cocksuckers <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have no consoles for Scott McGregor. Hello, Scott 2.0. The non-Ultron upgrade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I have Yumpin' Yeezus. It's uh, Chris Honeywell. I heard uh, Dr. Bill Robinson dropped a Hulkbuster just before the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, and uh, we also have uh, Dr. William Bill Robinson. Allow me a moment to reveal my evil plan and my Hulkbuster. <laughs> Is that what your wife calls it? The evil I don't plan. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want. I don't want to bust the plumbing pipes after I had to fix whatever clogged them on Friday. I don't want to have to. Whoa, do whoa, that. whoa! Is this all uh, euphemisms? Yeah, I think it uh, is. No, no. I, I, I was literally, I, um, like. Like a scene from Full Metal Jacket on Friday. I am in a world of shit. <laughs> Did you have to get a coat hanger and fold it and break up whatever you left in the toilet? <laughs> no, I had to go outside to the outside where it drains out into the regular sewer oh. system. And I had to go out there. I tried to snake it because it was backed up. I could see the stuff there. I had to get the plunger on the outside of the house and I had to open a window and tell my wife if it starts to come up into the house again you gotta tell me to stop and I just sat there with the plunger and then pulled it off and as soon as I pulled it off it's like it was like a brown geyser that came out <laughs> I could add it together a whole show just out of that bit I think. oh jeez speaking of brown geysers I cannot wait to get Mexican food with you guys in uh, <laughs> uh, yes but when the geyser went back down and it like broke loose and everything went back down, 
I have I have video that I'm once I no. shoot it. Are you no, sure no, no, this no. isn't euphemism? <laughs> no, 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 no euphemism. Video. No euphemism. No, it was the aftermath video. Uh, I got to get it off my phone. Basically, I've I've got a shot shot of the of the um, of the pipe in the yard, you know, with the cap off, and I'm holding the snake. And so it's the house in St. Pete. They'd probably appreciate it. <laughs> I mean, because this works so much better as euphemism. Holding the snake. I'm holding the snake. Brown and I geyser. say in the video, snakes. Why do it have to be snakes? I'm just going to leave it up to one of you gentlemen that are wittier than me to somehow segue this into AI and Avengers and Ultron. And, but well, carry so on. We'll have nanotechnology <laughs> well. that Bill will be able to send down there to unclog that. Yeah, well, I should have had a helper robot who could have just dislocated his arm and went down there and unclogged that. That's why the robots are going to take us over because that's the first thing we're going to do is have them unclogging our toilet, (laughs) up dog shit and stuff, and make anybody rebel. Exactly. I'm sick of these Hulkbusters. Damn it. Speaking of rebelling technology, let's talk about Age of Ultron. See, I brought it in. I'm a professional. You are a ringmaster. Don't try this. You're a hard man. I am a hot man. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? It all works better as euphemism. <laughs> yes. So, uh, let's see. I'll just... Uh, who wants to uh, go first with their, uh, you know, three to five minute initial impression of Age of Ultron? Uh, I, I guess don't I'll volunteer. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So I saw this last night, so I'm about a week behind everybody just because... <laughs> yeah, but you're nice I, and fresh. Yes, yes, I have a family. So. <laughs> uh, Sherman. So I I went into it basically having seen two trailers, and that's it. I didn't want to see anything else. I wanted to keep as spoiler-free as possible. However, I did watch all the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. episodes going up to it. So I would say this overall impression, this is not as good as the first Avengers. I appreciate what they did. They did a lot of world building. They did some really good stuff as far as getting the the team switched out at the end so that you can see that this team is going to have a rotating roster. Not a, The big guns aren't always going to be here. For what James Spader was given, he did a great job. I don't Maybe one of you guys can explain to me. I still don't understand where the Tony Stark personality came from. It just, it, it was just out of nowhere. It's just like, okay, well, now he's James Spader. Uh, no, tell me how it got there. He went from being an artificial intelligence to being goofy, and I, I don't <laughs> get it. Uh, a lot of people seem to have had a problem with the... Hawkeye stuff, and we'll we'll probably get into that. I actually thought that was a, a good use of the character. I haven't read any of the Ultimate stuff, so I have no idea where it's getting pulled from, but it's a nice character twist, and the way they used him in the movie was, was very good. And it was it was a good portion of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Not as good as the first Avengers, not as good as Winter Soldier, but I enjoyed it. And I have to say the uh, the post-credit scene was exciting. I led me to want to go see the rest of the movies, but we'll get into specifics later. All right. 
Uh, who's up next? Um, I might, because I, I agree with a lot what Gene just said. Um, and I was saying earlier, I might be the Paul Spataro of the group this time around. Uh, not really that bad. Um, but uh, I have to agree, not as good as the first Avengers. Obviously, the, like, the visual spectacle was, you know, right up to what I would have expected it to be. I mean, I saw far too much in the trailers as far as, like, the Hulkbuster fight, um, which there wasn't too much other than what they showed us in the trailers that there were, except I loved, like, the Hulk cam in the beginning where he's, you know, Iron Man hasn't got there yet and he's just terrorizing things. Um, I probably enjoyed too much the little fuck you to Man of Steel that was obvious in this movie. Um, (laughs) Although I felt they beat us over the head with it far too much. It's one of my criticisms. We'll get to that later. But, I mean, overall, I hate to say I, I'm about 80% on it because, I mean, just as a standalone Avengers movie with kick-ass action and visuals and some great world-building and some great Easter eggs, it, it succeeded on all cylinders, but I just have a few problems with the pacing and some of the story decisions and... Some of that, I don't know, just some concerns I have that maybe I'm spoiled now by things like Daredevil and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and I, it was overstuffed, in my opinion. I didn't get enough of the story that I wanted to see, I guess. But I'll stop there and talk about specifics later, so carry on. I'll go. <laughs> um, I think Joss Whedon had an almost impossible job the first I I also agree that this was not as good a movie. Maybe it was as good a movie, but it wasn't as enjoyable a movie as the first Avengers. But that's almost an impossible task because the first Avengers is was just coming on the you know initial successful wave of of the of the movies and had established all these characters as you know with Iron Man had more movies. But it had more of a shape to it. By the time we get to Avengers 2, there's been that whole second wave of movies, and there's so much baggage that has to be dealt with, or, you know, or not even has to be dealt with, but that would want to be dealt with in it. And to take all that and to make it coherent is next to impossible. And I think he did a really good job of not only making it coherent, but. Um, entertaining. It just didn't have the shape and the flow of the first movie. And I've also realized with this one, and it was, and it wasn't even seeing this movie. It was getting up to seeing it. I was realizing, and I just rewatched Winter Soldier, and uh, and 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 the movies before it. And I was just thinking to myself before the movie came out, I'm really, I just, I just want to see these characters again. I want to see what they're up to. And especially Black Widow, I was like, and not just because like of her butt or anything like that, but it was just, it was, um, it was, I'm, I, I like the characters. I'm interested in, they're, they're all made very interesting and compelling and I want to see what, what happens to them. And I'm more interested in, that, in them than any of the action or the bad guys or anything. Traditionally, with Marvel movies, the parts I like the least are the, are the ends of them, the uh, boss battle at the end, which yeah. you have to have 
But by that point, I know that I've gotten all my, you know, all my really good character, you know, character building and character moments and seeing the characters interact with each other. And now it's going to be resolve the plot point. And I thought with this, you know, it it sort of avoided that by having it, (laughs) having like kind of two boss battle, you know, it was just boss battles all the way through and, and stuff like that. So it didn't have that same sort of structure that the other ones did but it was you know ju- it could have been uh the most spectacular train crash ever but there, there was enough of the characters and enough of their stories and enough surprising surprising elements to it and i'm one of those people who usually is rolling my eyes in a movie when they're sort of like what you know let's say with hawkeye and having a wife and stuff like that um it, it usually is sort of worked into the story to be like oh here's a twist or here's something you didn't expect it's very organic in this all the mm-hmm. all the the twists and character development and things that we find out it, it it flows very organically and i mean there were moments the the beginning of it when and uh, the really the successful thing about the movie is what they really needed to accomplish was to show the avengers at the beginning together as a team and and like you can tell they've practiced it's yeah. like the x-men it's like they've been working out in the uh in the whatchamacallit danger room you know they, they're they're working together they're doing little tricks with each other and to to defeat an enemy and that scene was just pure superhero and i love that they just dropped you in on it it was that pure energy of it and it ebbed and flowed and even when it slowed down though that's when i like it the best but I don't blame Joss Whedon for not coming back I think uh, now that they've got new members and stuff I'm hoping that the next Avengers movie will just have less baggage that they can do a simpler story to it that it doesn't have to be a a wrapping up loose ends and bringing back this and that as much Oh, but, I think you're gonna be shit out of luck. Yeah, we already know that's yeah, pretty much I'm, not I the know. case, unfortunately. But, but the main thing they needed to do was to show them together in the beginning and to show them split apart and you know, not really split apart, but the the cracks are starting to show and you yeah. can see if there's trouble between them, who the you know, who's gonna have more personal conflict be- between them and stuff like that, which they'll need for civil war. So uh and and that regard it was it was uh very successful i i enjoyed the hell out of it i didn't come out of it as you know just pumped and jazzed as the first movie it, but it's lightning in a bottle uh so yeah i don't know there's and uh there's just a million things to talk about and i'll stop for now <laughs> Uh, well, I guess I guess I'm the last one. Uh, I kind of already gave my initial thoughts um, over. Uh, Paul and I recorded one last week, uh, right after the movie came out. Um, if anybody cares to go listen to that, when you can hear two old men ra- ramble on over there. So I'm, I'm um, I haven't had a chance to see it a second time, uh, but I have had a chance to mull a few things over, and I kind of have come to the conclusion that, like Gene. I do think that the first one was better, and I think it's more of a – it was more of a an easier movie for people to get into because – and like, Chris, you were saying because of the baggage that had to be addressed here. 
Um, now, uh, is it still going to make as much money? Uh, I just kind of did a quick check while we were talking, and it's already up to seven hundred million right now. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure it's probably going to break a billion. I would imagine, at least. Um, so, uh, I guess I'll, I'll uh, just leave it at that, um, and we'll just get into some nitpicking things and just begin our general discussion. Uh, I didn't go yet. Oh, well, the hell with you. <laughs> You're all assholes. Tangled strings. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> I have no complaints. Uh, bring on all the world building. Stuff it as much as you want. I, I'm in. I've, I'm pot committed to this franchise, so I have no problem with them throwing in as much as they want. Uh, I love the action. I love the quiet moments. Uh, I really don't have any major complaints because I just it's not the joy ride that the first one was uh, but I think it's it definitely stands as an excellent sequel so I won't hash out too much of that here we can uh, just start going in uh, point by point at this point I mean it was no Jaws Paul but <laughs> uh, so well, uh, I, loved, I loved it I'd like to comment to something Bill said about um, breaking a billion dollars. I think this one might actually have more um, repeat viewers of our the first one because there's so much yeah, stuff going uh, on process yeah. in it that a, a second viewing. I'm just gonna say I've I've uh, I've perused through a second viewing of it. I haven't watched it again. Let's you can just figure out how I did that or whatever. But um. <laughs> You know, when I was just sort of flipping through the movie, I was going, oh, my God, that's right. That happened. Yeah. And then that happened. I forgot about that because eight million things happened. I think that's what bothered me a little bit. Repeat viewings of this might make it better and and better, you know, but because you and where I would say there was less of a flow of it, maybe upon repeat viewings that will develop more, you know. Yeah, there there was a lot of little things that just popped up that that I didn't that now that I've listened to other podcasts do reviews on them and stuff things that that were right in front of me that just went, went over my head because I didn't you didn't have time to really think about everything that you were seeing because there was yeah. so much that was being thrown at you and now, then one something of them, else happened yeah yeah well one thing that I totally missed that I should have caught being the Avengers fan that I am was that when they when Wanda and Pietro first meet Ultron He's wearing a crimson cowl. Yeah, I was. And that, that that was his. Yeah. It, and that totally went by me the first time. <laughs> I'm like, oh, he's duh. He's, he's, he's a crimson cowl. I should have caught that. Yeah. So. Well, let's get to the the one big thing that that I had the problem with, and that was Ultron himself. Now, I love James Spader. I've watched him in several movies. Boston Legal, great, great actor. <coughs> love his personality. But I don't understand how Ultron got so snarky so quick. It's not like he downloaded Tony Stark's personality or well, his brain engrams. I think that's kind of what we were meant to believe. I mean, but yeah, there I really think, was no... I think no... Tony Stark is so egotistical that he put a lot of that stuff in it. And I think um, he might have accessed a lot of it through Jarvis, Yeah, through recordings of Tony Stark 
working in the lab and interacting with Jarvis. Well, you probably got some from Jarvis, too, because Jarvis is a fairly sarcastic AI as far as they go. I I was Uh, just thinking that, like, as he put together what information he had and then started reaching into the Internet and stuff, but he was... He realized, you know, I, I was built by Stark Industries, Tony Stark, and then probably accessed all the audio files of Tony Stark in the lab talking. And, yeah. And yeah, I, I would just like a little more like just a line or something. like. I felt like uh, it was a little ban- unearned, like, too. Yeah, it's well, one like of the Banner, problems I You know, Banner just saying, you know, this is based on your brain patterns. Do you really want to go through with this? Yeah. That, that's all I need. Uh, that, that'll give give me the in to it. I don't like having to put that together. Now, for the general well, movie do. audience, for the general movie audience, it was fine. No, I for think that's actually that even harder the for the... Well, no, because they, they don't know the difference. They just, okay, well, yeah, he's a robot built by Stark. Fine. The, the nerds here know the history of Ultron, and Ultron's never been snarky like that. Yeah, at, at least it, in, in my readings of it. He's, he's been megalomaniacal, right. but he's never been... And they played the daddy goofy. issues up, but they didn't really do that as much here, except for one little scene. Um, which gives old... us Claw. <laughs> yeah, which was a really good scene, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just to expand well, on that... Go oh keep going, Jay. I'm sorry. Well, no, no, this is Bill. I was uh, oh. I was bu- I was stepping on you. Oh, well, you know why not? <laughs> <laughs> um, something that I gleaned from listening to Half Hour Wasted that Brad Milo said that I didn't p- p- pick up on the first time was that the reason Ultron had James Spader's voice. Did you guys pick up that? The, yeah, the Iron Legion at the beginning yeah, had it. I didn't. I didn't. I, no, I didn't completely missed missed that that was Spader's voice, but done up in a more robotic sounding Jarvis sounding voice I guess yeah, I no I um, did not catch that I yeah so that uh, that explains I it right away <laughs> yeah that actually helps quite a bit but I mean there's no way to do that exposition without really laying it on thick so yeah I guess you're just supposed to figure it out but that's okay I thought the I thought the initial moment of of Ultron coming into consciousness was very creepy. Yeah, that was a and great very scene. weird very for, a, for a tentpole movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that's kind of what I wanted from that scene, at least. It I was, was like a touch of David Cronenberg in there. <laughs> yeah. you know? I just well, like the whole thing was about him getting a body, and he had <laughs> so. a and he had a moment, and you know, he had that that moment of first where he was just pure, like, "Oh, who am I? What's going on?" Like innocence. And then there's just this little, oh. <laughs> and I, then I love he, the line when he shows up, too. It's like, had to kill the other guy. He was a good yeah. guy. It was just <laughs> so out there. It's, I don't know what I expected from that performance, but, I mean, it was, it's like the Kingpin in the Daredevil series. I, I, I didn't really know what to expect, and and yet they still threw me for a loop, and I'm still kind of well, on the fence on whether I like you got Private Pyle and James Spader, you know, two of yeah. the biggest, like, <laughs> yeah, with the less than zero reunion in this movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. But I, mean, I that was, first, wasn't sure yeah. how they'd write it. I didn't really, I guess I really didn't think they'd they'd write it to those actors' extremes, and they did, right. and, and it came out great. I'm, I'm still just on the on the fence on whether or not I, I think at least the Ultron was the way to go. I loved it, actually. I loved the dialogue, and I loved his tone of voice, but 
to me it wasn't the comic Ultron. Um, and just the other problem, as I, as Gene said, I think it was just kind of unearned that maybe my biggest beef with, I don't mind that it was overstuffed, except I'm the guy that would have liked to have seen the three-hour cut of this, you know, and down oh, the rest of the... Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, but I mean... When we were walking out, I was saying 20 minutes could have gone out of this movie. In like, some places, but it needed stuff in other places. I mean, it felt like part of Ultron for me in the comics was always seeing Ultron go from... Ultron 1 to Ultron 2 and there was a little bit of that later on in the film but I was hoping for him to go to what showed up in Avengers Tower to the Crimson Cowl on his throne was very jarring I I expected to see something in between those two you know incarnations of Ultron I don't know Well, I, I think what I might have liked better is I don't know how how much Agents of Shield, you guys have been watching all of it. Yeah, okay. first episode. Well, they they have this season. They have been building up the Inhumans, and it's been a nice slow burn, working all the way up, and has a bunch of different stuff going on within Shield. I would have liked to see some inkling of like just someone coming into Coulson saying, "Hey, you know, Stark's working on this AI thing again." Just a little bit of feeding into this that it just it was so sudden it's like it came out of left field and just snowballed so quick i would have liked more of a basis for it earlier on it something that it didn't matter to the movie going audience whether they saw it or not but those that were watching the show it you could see it coming or at least the inklings of it coming rather than just the episode before oh, well, we found this, call the Avengers. Well, there was a lot of stuff that was like, the whole Ultron is in the internet. Game over, man. Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> Game that's, over. That's that's the uh, the out to how to get him back. Right. 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 No, he was purged, there. man. He was purged. No. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Oh. yeah. Another vision, vision vision purged. No, no. There, you know, there could be... All you have to do is have somebody sneaking around a hard drive where they downloaded him when he was on the internet. You know, you Yeah, that's how he always came out. back in the comics. Well, anyway. He was down to like right, a head at you one can, point. I mean, you can always bring him back, but I mean, they just... they just That, that, that detail could have really made the Avengers' life a, a living hell and all of humanity. Oh, yeah. And, well, uh, and they just see, that was hinted at, but it. we never got to see any of it, and that's some missing right, stuff right. too. Right, right. And it then was... I, at the end, I was wondering, I was like, "What about the internet? Didn't they say he was on the internet?" And then they provided a scene saying, "Nope, now he's on the." And I was like, "Okay, so okay, they did take care of that." Well, they all they said is they locked him out of the internet. That doesn't mean that he didn't have safety programs out in there. Right, you know, saved on the Stark mainframe, for example. Well, I that think they short later. They shorthanded that with the like with the visual of Jarvis. It sort of had this visual that almost looked like it was not just blocking him out, but like pushing him, like pushing the Ultron out of the internet and another color replacing it. You know that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I think they were sort of. Just trying to make it, you know, the, the it, I I got I just got that feeling out of it, but yeah, it was not it was not um, explicit. I thought it was pretty explicit, but that's me. Well, they, well, they hinted at it because they talked about it didn't have to be. I, for well, me, they talked know? about. I mean, there was so much stuff going on 
that you're just going to have to sort of gloss over some stuff and go with it if you're going to get it all get it all in there whether you're the filmmaker or the viewer you know trying to process it no i think they hinted at it when they talked about how ultron hadn't been able to get into the, the nuclear codes because that was well, kind of because what was yeah because what was left to jarvis was out there blocking well, yeah so i mean that's what i took that as is why he got the, it was jarvis that kind of booted him off the internet and those shenanigans it, it, what was funny is there was so much stuff going on that when they were like, somebody's keeping him off the military codes, immediately I was like, ooh, are we going to get some new character? This sounds interesting. And then I forgot completely about it till they were like, oh, it was Jarvis. And I'm like, yeah. oh, okay, that, that yeah. makes sense. And I was mildly disappointed that there wasn't some, you know, teenage hacker. Yeah, no, I, I actually like, felt uh, the same way. I'm like, wait. Yeah, I was no, thinking it might start? be Nick Fury. It was Amadeus Cho. For oh please! His mother was only about fourteen years old. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> no, it was Sky hacking from uh, Agents of Shield land. Yeah. There oh, you go. That, that place—that's never going to cross over. <laughs> no, unfortunately. I don't yeah. even think she'll be in the Inhumans movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Who knows? But well, um, I wonder if uh, you know, since we didn't really see, you know, you know, the rule: no body, no death. We didn't actually see the Vision no. destroy that last body. Yeah, he did. No, he you didn't. saw it from a you saw a flash a of light shot. <laughs> well, it was another. It was another one of those things where, yeah, it, it was a it was a visual. They left it out. We didn't left impression. it out. If they want to change something, there'd be some hidden hidden prerogative in Ultron's in uh, the Vision's program that Ultron put in there, and he didn't actually destroy that last bot. Something, possibly. Let's talk about the Vision's future for a minute, because I don't think he has much of one. Um, <laughs> what are you talking about? He's going to be slinging the D to Wanda pretty soon. Well, yeah, possibly, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> he also has uh, one of those Infinity Stones in his forehead, and we know yeah, he's going to get all of those I, pretty soon. I was I was thinking about that, too. Like, you know, is, is that going to get ripped out of his head, and then he's uh, just going to have maybe, to? Yeah, you know, or just his entire head. Then? <laughs> he comes out. I'm not sure. Yeah, I mean, well, I was, that I was mean, a surprising do, little they'll twist. They'll probably do some sort of cosmic stasis or something, and then you'll have the Scarlet Witch can pull him out of it, you know, yeah. and he'll be... That's how they'll bring in the Vision 2.0, the all-white one. <laughs> oh, God, no. The writing <laughs> is on the wall. Why's he got to be white? <laughs> and that's, that, uh, that's another thing about this movie, as I was saying. You know, you could have cut 20 minutes out of it out, but then uh, when I think about it, it's like... I don't know that you could cut those 20 minutes out because I don't know if those 20 minutes that I would cut out are leading to something later on, you know? Right. Well, I have no problem. I like the Hawkeye, you know, scenes and him having a secret girlfriend and, you know, safe house and all this. Secret uh, girlfriend? That was his wife. Yeah. He doesn't have a girlfriend. Okay, gotcha. So, secret wife. that That was out of Ultimates because, and I... I, I, I don't know who's read the Ultimates here. Has anybody read the Ultimates? Not far enough to get no. into his not oh, history. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't know if I should say. I'm, I'm not going to read it. I'm so never going it's to read it. It's 15 years old, dude. I think you can spoil it. <laughs> yeah. Well, because what happens, and I think it's the second Ultimate series, Hawkeye's family gets killed. And when I saw that they showed his wife and kids, I went, oh, crap. Ultron's going to track them there, and they're going to kill them all. And and I was like, oh man, I really was hoping that this that that wasn't going to happen, and it didn't. Because well, they were 
they were so red herringly setting up Hawkeye to die. Yeah. Look at my family. Look at my beautiful daughter. Yeah. yeah. No, I was like, I like just, I, I'm also on an insurance policy later. Yeah, and I'll, uh, I'll, uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Get I'm too old for, for this. I'm <laughs> immortal now. I'm virtually immortal with this new stuff they gave me. Ta- talking about doing, you know, talking about working on the house and stuff like that. It was they yeah. were just nailing that home, well, especially in a Josh Whedon joint, you know. Now, I did not see what was going to happen. You didn't see that coming? No, I didn't see that coming. <laughs> I was like, come on, we don't, don't, don't kill Hawkeye. I'm like, oh man, you killed Pietro instead? Oh, now mm-hmm. Wanda will never get any. At least Ultimate. <sighs> At least Ultimate oh, Wanda. Well, that was, that was what was going on in the Ultimates. The, the yeah. twins were incestuous. Uh, twins. Reason 369, oh, why I'll never read the Ultimates, yes, because I've heard about they, that. <laughs> they, were, they were Lannister twins, I guess you could they, say. They were flowers in the attic, were they? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Well, you got Magneto as a dad. Oh, not anymore, but... Oh, not anymore. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, you know, I, I, he, I, I liked Quicksilver in it, even though he was never called Quicksilver. But honestly, like, how much? What, what are you really going to do with him in the movies? Well, it, it, you could tell that they were sort of whole. You, you, it's like you can't do a set piece with him because why even touch that set piece out of Days of Future Past? Yeah, right. And and so they so they underplayed him, and and. I mean, Although it was when he died, he, I was like, ah, it's a natural character to die because he creates a whole, like, time-space copyright vortex yeah. and, and all that. And, and, and let's, I, I'll be honest, this, I mean, he was, the, the actor was fine, the character was well-written and, and everything, but it just, he wasn't as fun as the character in Days of Future yeah, Past. I actually it, disagree, because to me, he was a lot closer to the real Quicksilver from the comics. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah I, I think I kind of like the more. Days of Future yeah. Past was a riot. I would hang out with that guy. Uh, yeah, me too. I mean, I, I, I'm not disparaging I, that I think, at all, but I mean, I, I just... I think that's a problem, because no one would hang out with a comic Quicksilver. <laughs> right, I would, exactly. no. <laughs> but, you know. Oh, wait till you meet Hero. <laughs> <laughs> I'd hang out with Scarlet Witch, not this. I just Scarlet I thought Witch, they did their for having from knowing from the get go that they couldn't do the powers the same way that they did, you know, in Days of Future Past. I thought they did it well, and I wasn't actually wasn't a huge fan other than the visual of it. I wasn't a huge fan of how they did it in Days of Future Past. But well. I got a nitpick See, I'm though. Guy, I'm that guy who doesn't know the 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 character. Those I'm the guy. Right, I'm the general right. public with those those movies. Yeah. So, you know, like the Quicksilver in Days of Future Past was. He reminds me of the kids who were like five years older than me when we were growing up. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> that you know that were in that politically incorrect bad news bears type of golden age of teenagerness in the United States that where you know that sort of casual amoral easygoingness it's just very hilarious and yeah the the whole attitude of it was great you know and uh, and in this movie I was like oh he's he's got the accent so okay but you know once once it got going totally sucked into the character yeah. I didn't think there was any I mean none of the character development felt forced or none of the acting felt forced or nobody was phoning it in I thought it was just 
And you know, a lot of the pro the quote unquote problems with it are people saying, "Oh, the DC, uh, the Marvel universe is getting too overloaded and stuff," and yeah, the, the story going this way and that way. That just shows to me that they're nailing bringing bringing comics to the movies because those are the same quote unquote problems yeah, comics are. have. Those are those are part and parcel of comic books. It's like. Well, you got to keep all the character. You have to have sort of fake character development, you know, yeah. because still you got to have everything change, but everything's still got because you're going on, you're going on into infinity, you know. Yeah, theoretically. So, <laughs> literally and figuratively. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. I, I mean, I'm of the opinion that the Marvel movies are somewhere are are like if I was a like a cinema snob, I'd be like, well, they're not cinema, they're not movies or whatever. They're somewhere they're that this in-between new thing that's been just sort of happened lately of a comic book movie you know it's it doesn't follow have to follow all the it follows the forms of comic books more closely than it follows the form of movies while still being sort of set into the movie style um it's it's brilliant and there's been nothing like it the only thing close maybe were serials back in the old days just because they were ongoing but they were still always limited they just told it one story and they were really short too so they were really only like a movie there's there's just been nothing like this where it's like let's build worlds not just like uh, James let's have franchises that are crossed into each other and it's an amazing thing we're like at a really cool point to be watching movies and reading comics oh yeah yeah see that's why i don't get i mean i understand people's criticisms i saw i saw it with my nephew and one of my best friends and they're like it was a half an hour too long there was stuff that didn't go anywhere why was it there just tell the story you need to tell and i was like no they're setting up stuff for other stuff and they're both like i don't give a shit just, I never yeah. got bored. I never was like got no, bored. No, no, like, me either. Got, like over, like overstimulated to the point of where it's like, all right, get this over with. Let's get to the next thing. Everything was yeah compelling. You know, that's the way I feel about it. Yeah, I, me too. But I, I mean, I wasn't bored. I was, I was just there were certain parts I wanted to spend more time in because that's kind of you know film. Yeah. I'll, I'll watch a four hour film. I don't. That's give a that's fuck, a tough you know? thing about a film like this. Is it's just like. You know, almost any segment of it, you could uh, you could spend some more. And yeah. like uh, Scott 2.0 and I were discussing in the car when he was bringing me back from work. Um, I guess he was saying the studio was like threatening to cut the whole farmhouse scene, which uh, a lot of people have been telling me is a, their favorite part of the movie. Well, it was apparently, I mean, it was part of a... Whedon's been out doing some weird interviews um, for this movie, and you can tell that there's a little... Well, he's, he's, probably he's like, a little disgruntled and a little <laughs> exhausted, It's probably I'm like sure. Coppola after Apocalypse Now, basically. Yeah, sure. I mean, this was such a massive... Yeah. I mean, he, the first one was, you know, a massive undertaking, and this just turned it up to 11, so... Yeah, of course. Um, it's just kind of weird to see him kind of, you know, take it, it to, that early to jump on it anyway. And, um, yeah, the one I read was specifically him saying that, you know, I mean, he made a conscious effort to write more Hawkeye this time around because he had to, he basically had to give him the short end of the stick, you know, 
last time around because it was just zombie Hawkeye for the whole movie. And Renner's been very vocal about that, too. And so I'm sure Joss was like, just chill, man. Don't worry, I'll take care of you. And that was one of the ways he did. And apparently the studio execs... But I guess he wasn't a fan of, like, the Thor in the water scene, basically, which I thought was a little confusing in the middle of things, too, because they just didn't expand on it enough. Um, but the whole, you know, dream of the Infinity Stones, and I, I guess Joss wasn't a fan of that, but they were basically like... You're keeping the Thor bit, or we're you know losing the farm. Well, the that's farm the, that's bit. the thing is 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 this is not the kind of movie that you can be an auteur on. No, you, but you I cannot. think they kind of sold. I mean, they kind of gave Whedon the run, you know, the reins on the first one, and I'm sure he had the first one was just untested property. They didn't really have right. a formula for this yet, so Joss is the one that kind of built that formula and i'm thinking and then they kind of made this big symbolic gesture to make him like head of creative you know remember that they actually kind of gave him this title about he'll be involved in everything and that goes on marvel kind of as the continuity guy you know as we've seen how that goes in comics too but so it almost feels like he got to this and was expecting to be able to still do it a little bit more his way because he made the company 1.5 billion dollars and maybe he wasn't yeah other movies that are going to come that are stemming out of this movie. Yeah. So you have to you have to have things to set up this and and that, and <clears throat> I'm sure he had a list of it's like look you got to have this and that in it because these are directly going to be in the you know in the next Thor movie and you, you know this and, and and this, and that must just be maddening. Yeah. To try to have to put that in there. And not have it just sort of something that happens in there. Try to make it relate somehow to the story that you're dealing with. Well, remember the uh, the director of Thor two. I think it's Alan Taylor. Was uh, he went publicly and said he wasn't happy with having to tack on you know the mid credit scene on on his movie, you know, which was obviously a nod to Guardians of the Galaxy. But um, so I'm sure he didn't direct that. But yeah, I mean. As you said, Chris, that uh, you sign on to one of these, you might better expect that that's the kind of control you're going to have to deal with. <laughs> you, you, you're going to get a whole lot more control if you get the flagship, if you get Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy 2, it, I mean, I'm just assuming that it's going to bleed into the whole Marvel cosmic stuff that the Earth stuff is going to bleed into. So the next guy is going to have is going to have some more limitations. Well, I mean, it's James Gunn again. And I, he's he's gone publicly about the new oh. the new story. Am I breaking up or something? No, no, no. Oh, um, he's gone out publicly and talked about you know his story for Guardians Two and that it's all his thing and Marvel's approved it. But I mean, we'll have to see if that remains a fact when it comes out or. If suddenly he he's might, gonna have to do a lot of service to the other franchises. Well, when he says it's all my, it, it, that also depends on he might be very happy with all the stuff that they gave him to put yeah, into yeah. That, that has to be put into it. It might have been like, oh well, I can do this and this and this. But and and I'll, I mean, to Joss Whedon's credit, all the stuff that I mean, if I was to and what I think he did and what I would do is when you have all the 
extraneous stuff that, or not extraneous stuff, but stuff dealing with future movies, he sort of put that into the world of the Avengers. Uh, oh, I got uh, the only way I can think of it is the Avengers bad trip, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay, as somebody who's and and Scott 2.0, you're you're with me on this. Some experiences with my <laughs> expanding and altering drugs. Yeah, couple. Um, if you have a, a an unpleasant or or just harrowing <laughs> or overstimulating. They, for a couple days afterwards, you're kind of out of it. And yeah, that's what it, it can guys, wreck you. Yeah. And these guys had an like that mixed with existential crisis breakdown hallucination, and they were all very awkward and and but a lot of that stuff was you know also flash forwarding into the future and yeah. and telling of things to come. So he was able to put that all into their angst and the. The tensions between the 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 Avengers, and instead of just having it happen and be like, "Oh, that just happened." Okay, well, that's a good know, plot. Five years from now, it'll all make perfect sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, see, I, I mean, these movies don't exist in a vacuum. I'm so. very happy with five years from now. This will make perfect sense. I love that actually. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, absolutely. Yeah, I'm just as I said I'm all on board for the whole. Road to Infinity War thing, um, absolutely. Just sometimes that I don't know. Yeah, I, I want they, to they be serve like the, the greater story more think. than they need to. Maybe. But someone else talk now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, never in my wildest dreams did I ever think we would see Vision in a movie. Right. I you see I I was going into this fairly blind too. I had no idea he was going to show up and I actually turned to Scott 2.0 probably <laughs> 10 minutes way after I should have turned to him and gone <laughs> Is this a vision? It's <laughs> a vision, yes, isn't yes, it? it? And then and then it's clicking with oh yeah, Scarlet Witch too. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things and it, and and I Paul Bettany blew it out of the water. I was oh, yeah. not oh, yeah. He was great. Yeah. That could when he first showed up, I'm like, "What is this cheesiness? You know, this is unexpected," and uh, and I was like, "It's kind of awkward." And yeah, and he ended up. I he's a he's very interesting. He's mm-hmm. he's good. I'm going to be very um, looking forward to seeing him expanded on. Oh, me too. I and, love that him and him and Thor kind of buddied up. That was kind of neat. Well, that's why he picked a cape. I love yeah. that he looks at his cape yeah. and it's like, I think I want a cape. Well, he picked <laughs> up a hammer, man, you know? Yeah. yeah oh, my God. Just... We got to go. <laughs> that, yeah. That, that was, was a holy fuck moment on, in the theater. Yeah, yeah, the looks on everyone's faces. <laughs> and that that perfectly paid off the scene at the party where everybody's trying to pick it up. And Cap is the only one that has the possibility yeah. of even Budges budging it. it. Yeah. And I'm the in the camp, just, so... Oh, here. I'm in the camp that Cap could have picked it up and chose not to, just to, you know. Just I think if it was required at the Thor. time, Cap yeah. would have picked it up. Yeah. But he can't really go to that. Well, I mean, they did go to that well with the vision, but it's, I mean, it, it did pay off. You can't yeah, really have well, anybody else lifting no, it up no, yet. That, that would be a deflated punchline at that point, but that was yeah. great. Yeah. Question, does anybody think we'll ever see Better Ray Bill? I hope I, so. I I'll bet be they surprised. nod to him in the next Thor. I'll bet there's a huge nod to it in the back 
in the next Thor somehow. Because I, I would like to see better Beta Ray Bill. See, I... Why, well, thank I, you. Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Not Diabetes Bill, Thor. Diabeta Ray Bill. Diabeta Ray Bill, yes. <laughs> oh, no. Hey, man. It's my no, wickedest please. foe, insulin. <laughs> yeah, the giant needle. No! <laughs> I, my problem with that, I, I really liked the first Thor movie. The second Thor movie I thought was a piece of shit. And uh, I think I'm on record for saying that. You are, I just, now. are now. Yeah, well... It's. I understand them wanting to go big and broad with it, which I appreciate. But it's like, at a certain point, there's part of me that really wants to see Thor on Earth taking on the Wrecking Crew. Yeah. And like, I I kind of want that stuff, you know. And it's just we're not gonna get it. We're just we're and, not gonna. Get and it. that's where the bigger story is is hurting our dream stories like that here, in my opinion. And that's the only downside to it is. I don't, now it, it has to work to this bigger thing now, and you can't deviate from that in any no, of them, you can't. really. Honestly, I mean, I really wanted to see... I'm not actually a very happy camper about Avengers 2.5, a.k.a. you know Captain America 3, because I wanted a goddamn Captain America 3 movie. And when they tease Captain America Serpent Society at that one Comic-Con video, man, I... I'm still feeling a little betrayed on that because that yeah, is I, the cat movie I want to see. Actually, yeah, I, I would much rather see that than Civil War. But I, yeah. I am not a, a huge Civil War fan. I, the comic book version, nah, neither am I. But yeah. if whatever's going to happen if, on the screen isn't going to be whatever. It's, it's, and it's not. And the way they're laying the groundwork so far, especially on Agents of Shield with the um, the hell uh, the index. Yeah, mm. I can see that building along with everything that we've already seen in the movies, to work out better for yeah. Civil War. Well, I'll and tell you how that's going to end. I mean, that's going to be, you know, it's going to be horrific shit through the whole movie of heroes beating the shit out of each other. And at the end, Thanos is going to show up and, you know, it's going to be a Watchmen situation where this alien invasion yeah. gets the heroes yeah, back common together. Common enemy, get yeah. him. <laughs> see, I want to see Thor without a girlfriend... Me too. And Asgard fucking yeah. and fighting and reveling, at, uh, at, you know, not in. You can be with Seth. I, I, I Basically, I want to yeah, see he Hercules. Needs to be with Seth. Maybe, I, maybe just give me a Hercules movie. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. the other thing. It's like, why? It, it, we're never going to see him get brought in. You see, you know? that's the thing is, I think they could get away with a, such a great Hercules movie because it's like, oh, yeah, he's like Thor. But you could have such a riot. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. man, it's it's too bad Lou Alzada's too... too or, or Lyle Alzado would have made a great... Yeah. But he's, <laughs> but he's dead? too dead, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's too dead and old. <laughs> he's too... But in, his, but in his, like, 30s, he would have been... He probably would have been a great Her- Hercules. You know who yeah. could still play Hercules? He has before. Lou Ferrigno. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh. No. I, I love come on, Arnold Schwarzenegger. I, no. I want to see the Hercules of those those mini the three mini series from Marvel where he had the robot, you know, basically the sea with their quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, just comedy, you know, brawling comedy. It would be spectacular, and but you know, I mean, that's the thing. You can just sit and fantasize. There's mm-hmm. so. So many 
Oh, Scarjo's ass. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong fantasy. What? What? Sorry. <laughs> and 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 not also, saying she would have gained any weight at all, but she was pregnant. So I'm betting that was a stunt ass this time. Ain't around. nothing wrong with that. Ain't nothing no. wrong with that. Well, not. I I just love the success of the Marvel movies because all of a sudden, then you hear. I've been hearing people. Uh, I don't know if they've decided to do a Punisher movie or the, if there's just a lot of people talking about. Yeah, the Punisher movie or Tom whatever. Tom Hardy it's like, just came out and said he wanted to do the Punisher. Oh God! I no. think we should let him. Yes. You did? No. Who did? No. Tom Hardy, Max, the new Max. Oh God! I'm no. Down. Yeah, but there's no mask for the Punisher. Yeah, I. I, I, I would love to see the Punisher show up on Netflix. Well, the thing is, there's some things that you think would that just have never. I mean. Actually, there's, there's the the Punisher hasn't had a uh, horrible track record in the movies. No, I love every single success, Punisher movie. Yeah. Success wise, he hasn't. But and like the the odds before of ever seeing someone remake Howard the Duck, which is always my go to of like if you're gonna reboot something, reboot something <laughs> yeah. that didn't work, like Howard the Duck. Hey, I and wouldn't surprise me if Howard shows up in not, Guardians too. Yeah, now it's well now it's not out of the realm of poss you know, you can't count it out now. You know, you can't it's Doctor like, Strange movie coming out Duck. too. Doctor Strange is going to be a trippy-ass movie. If oh, my God, yeah. I hope and, so. And I never would have been interested in a Doctor Strange movie, ever. And I kind of like Doctor Strange as an idea. Yeah. But now the idea of, of taking him and translating him into a movie, oh, my God, it's going to be great, you know? Or theoretically. Yeah. I, I I trust what Kevin Feige is doing. I I think his guiding hand is the reason why the movies have been as entertaining as they are. I think he knows what people want out of them, um, which is why he's not going to deal with trifling bullshit from Ed Norton or yeah. uh, Terrence Howard or anybody. It's like no, I we we know what we need to, to produce, and if we're not going to get it, then we're going to get people that are going to give it to us. Yeah, and. <clears throat> like you said, Chris, that you can't be an auteur in these movies, no. which is which is fine. I mean, I'm sure there's <laughs> some level of filmmaking by committee going on with these, but I trust the Marvel filmmaking committee so right. far. Yeah, right. That committee's been, you know, pretty much except for Thor two for you. But as far as I'm concerned, I have not seen. A, a bad one, yeah. I've seen ones that are no. better than others. Even with my quibbles, I'm like 85 and 99 percent on every Marvel movie that's come out so I've far. Pretty, pretty much, much. Oh, every yeah, time I, but you know, seeing Thor, the first Thor, seeing the first of any of them, you know, I've the, the, the I've always walked away from go, them going, well, they pulled that off. Yeah, yeah, exactly. They pulled Thor, that off, yeah. and Thor was the one where it was like, okay, let's see. You know, you might be able to pull this one off for the fa the fans, but how are you going to make this appealing? And you well, know, I, I mean, obviously the, the smart thing was like one, they, it was. I mean, the Thor movies are definitely more of a blatant appeal to the ladies, and the movies have a more you, the Thor movies to me have a light feminine feel to them, especially the second one. I didn't Do think get that not so fresh feeling, Chris. Exactly. <laughs> I, I got a very, I, I got a very 
not rom-com, but chick flick. There was some chick flick in it, you know? See, I got Masters of the Universe out of the first one. <laughs> well, Which is why I liked it. I mean, yeah. straight down to him grabbing the hammer at the end. And, you know, in the yeah. lightning and everything swirling around him, and he gets his, his costume back. I was like, yeah. This I have the power! Pretty much, yeah. That's, I think the second one sorely missed Kenneth oh, Brana in color. Yeah, that, that's just it. The first one, it... Brana was such a perfect choice for that because he could do Shakespeare. And mm-hmm. Thor, at its core, is Shakespearean. And the second one, I liked the second one. I didn't hate it like you did, Hero, but I liked the second one. It just it wasn't quite there. There wasn't enough in it. And they they killed Rene Russo, so that, that was a bad yeah. thing. <laughs> and they killed the villain. And, and- this is a little quibble I have with the Marvel Universe right now, and that stop killing off the goddamn arch enemies of all our heroes, man. All oh, we, like uh, yeah, all we got left is freaking Loki, and I love Loki to death, but I, you know, the Red Skull is supposed to always be fucking Cap's. Villain. Well, he can be brought back. Ultron is supposed to be but, the Avengers' arch enemy, and you know, the Mandarin's actually him. supposed to have ten magic fucking rings. In this and, one, uh, they killed Baron Strucker <laughs> off-screen. Right. Yeah. He's supposed to be one, the big bad of Hydra in perpetuity. He finds a way to keep himself young. Right. And they killed him off-screen. He was on a movie screen for maybe ten minutes. Whitehall on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. lasted like five hours longer than he did. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't get it. Why why do that? Do, do it to the other guy. Do it to that, that two-bit scientist. Don't do it to Strucker. Make sure he comes back. That, <laughs> oh, and they uh, made... I don't know. That's another quibble I have. Is, and that first fight was just... I mean, you, you could tell Whedon's requests when he made this movie. And he said from the get-go, he's like, if I you know, do all right for you guys on Avengers 1, Avengers 2 has to be Ultron. So we definitely have him to thank for Ultron, and I'm glad we, we got it, but, uh, you know... I mean, I would have went Masters of Evil, but that's me. Yeah, you know, yeah, and somewhere they should be working towards something like that in the universe, because that's just such an iconic group, you know, uh, even if you don't call them Masters of Evil, um, we have well, the, the Avengers, so that fucking I don't care, but... Yeah, exactly. Um, we have Guardians of Galaxy, so why the fuck not? Um, yeah, really. Tiptoe around it. Um... And uh, where was I going with this? Uh, no, mm-hmm. lost thought completely. <laughs> Tangent in myself. Tangent yourself right out of existence. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just saying about the villains, and it's like you know. Yeah. So I mean, they made well, Hydra look like a bunch of buffoons, kind of in this one. I mean, you got your, your great visuals and the great fight, but the scene of Strucker just being like well can we stop them and then his henchman is just like they're the Avengers and it's like this is the <laughs> Hydra awesome. that infiltrated well, S.H.I.E.L.D. Well, all these years we will and, not surrender hey listen yeah I'm, I'm gonna surrender, surrender. And it's yeah. Like, well, that was just way out of like Strucker character for me yeah but. he would sacrifice every single soldier he had but he would never surrender no I, I wouldn't see it no I, it was that was a misstep in my opinion but moving on I would surrender but they're surrendering and they're surrendering like Kevin Spacey surrendered in 7 yeah you know? and maybe it was yeah. even a, 
Maybe it was even a callback to like Loki getting himself captured. Maybe and Joss is obviously much more clever than I am. He got to direct the Avengers twice. So, uh, who knows? <laughs> yeah, but he couldn't keep Firefly on the ass. So <laughs> blame Fox, blame Canada, oh, blame I, anyone. I blame Fo- I blame Fox for a lot of things. Yeah. Fantastic Four. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's a whole those other conversation. Those who are brave enough to spend the money will definitely have to do a roundtable on that one. I, I'm going to just out of research. But. I will not. I'll wait for it to come on FX. There's too many movies looking to get my money this summer. Uh, like um, Amazing Spider-Man, I think I'm going to my pirate friends for the Fantastic Four. So. Yeah, the Fantastic Four. It just doesn't... It doesn't it didn't give me anything to make me want to see it. It looked like a 90s superhero movies in the days when I used when you know, you went to the movies to see every superhero movie because that's all you had. Yeah. It's like, oh, the Fantastic Four is uh, of all my options to the movies. I got to go see the Fantastic yeah. Four. And then you would usually walk away going, yeah, that was acceptable. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And those days are over, buddy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, sorry, Fantastic Four. You guys got a really. Who knows? It might that might have been a really crappy trailer. Who knows? It might. It, if no, all it of looks. A sudden, if all of a sudden people are like, "This is really sure fantastic," it's... I might be, you know, into checking it out. But it doesn't look like that to me. My radar does not. It's going to be a very good Fantastic Four movie that looks like one of the X-Men movies, and that's what they're going for, and that's what they're going to get. But yeah. uh, I have very specific pictures in my head of what a Fantastic Four movie should be like. So. Yeah, Roger Corman did it. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of. I mean, story-wise and the elements, yes. But visually, you know, I want to see the tower, and I want to see him oh, in yeah. the you know, Fantastic car and fucking yeah. Mole. I want Mole Man's minions coming out of the streets of fucking New York City. That's what yeah, I want. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the, the, oh man, the Mole Man. Yes, of course. And and the well, little- and apparently his character. I read somewhere. I think the guy who becomes the Mole Man is actually in this new Fantastic Four movie. So Dustin Easter Hoffman. Egg. And yeah, right. I mean, something like that would be fucking. Dustin epic. Hoffman would be the best mole man. In <laughs> yeah. the, oh, he would be he so. He is the great. mole man at this point. Well, he's probably yeah, like seventy-five. Exactly. He'd be perfect. It's yeah, it's, but it's it's one of those Shelley Duvall olive oil type things. It's like get him now. Yeah. But are we gonna have the rain mole man? <laughs> definitely, definitely fantastic for. I'm an excellent yeah, supervillain. Yeah. No, mole, moles have incredible scent, so it'll be more of a scent of a, the woman, mole man. Uh, Ooh-ah! <laughs> I'm in the dark here! I'm in the dark here! Yeah, let's, let's, let's keep... Uh... And he was blind, too. In, right. <laughs> right? So he could have the same, you know... That would have been great in scent of the woman if he had those little, like, rectangled-off... Sunglasses at the moment. Has <laughs> yeah. Hey, glasses. actually, there you go. Uh, you know, if they could get the rights back, because Pacino's been shopping around saying he wants to do uh, <laughs> a Marvel movie someday. So, Al Pacino is the man. Okay, it makes more sense than that. But but Dustin Hoffman visually, yeah, just it would be his greatest role since Tootsie. Uh, whatever. I'm five foot three. I'll play the mole man. 
My hair is even going going away in the same pattern as his. So. There we go. So great cosplay. <laughs> Yeah, come on, you, you got five days. Put together that costume. A staff. Uh, green green jumpsuit and a staff and... And weird sunglasses. Weird I'm sure weird we sunglasses. can go somewhere on the boardwalk and get you weird sunglasses. And a hump. Chris, Chris you, you, you could easily be one of the moloids. Sure. <laughs> I don't want to be a moloid. No, I, I'm I'm talking Honeywell. You oh, yeah, yeah. Mole, no, I, um, I, I just busted my glass. Hopefully, hopefully, I'll my new so glasses. Didn't have the glasses sure. though, did they? I'll have them by the con. But if not, I have. Uh, they had some funky little glasses, you know, like I, when, when they were in daylight. Well, I have my my backup glasses, which have the thick lenses on them, so I've got a little bit of the mole man effect going. So, or you know, just the mole eyes, the little. <laughs> <laughs> Just get baked before you uh, put the costume on. You'll be all set. You don't need anything. Can't imagine any of that going on. I think, Scott 2.0, you're the only one prepared to cosplay, aren't you? I have my uh, Captain America mask. Yes, I do. So. Everybody. <laughs> I found garage sale the other day. Yep. Nice. I'll it. be going as a true, true freaks employee. Yeah, ditto. With a Captain America mask. I will be there in spirit. I don't want your spirit anywhere near me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here, here I'll be taking the, the workshop on like um, on pottery making, and he'll be sitting there making his pot, and I'll oh, feel this pre- this, these, these ghostly arms wrap around him. Oh, I thought we were doing the burlesque <laughs> workshop. <laughs> Unchained mel- melody played in the background. Oh, my <laughs> That'll be eternal con, Bill. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, right, so, you know who's going to be? Bill's going to open up his window in the hotel room and or his ho- or his window in, in Paul's <laughs> house, and Hero will be downstairs. Down in the front yard with a boom box held up. <laughs> I will not be playing in your eyes, though. <laughs> There'll be no Peter Gabriel. No, he'll be playing. You'll be playing Sledgehammer. Would be better. <laughs> no hidden meaning there. <laughs> Ooh. It's a black widow said. This time, it's not a euphemism. Actually, I will be blasting right said Fred. By Sledgehammer, he means. <laughs> It should be like David Bowie Heroes. Maybe. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of heroes, let's get back to uh, <laughs> what were we talking oh, about. We had topic? <laughs> it's two true freaks. Get it, it's two true freaks. Honeywell message all of you beforehand and tell you I was editing this and you just decide to torture me, is that it? <laughs> uh, my advice, leave it all in. I would leave it all in. <laughs> yep. Slap a beginning on it, slap an end on it, leave it all in. Slap, slap, slap. Just put in the notes, you know what you're in for. <laughs> yep. I will say I will say this. I was as much as 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 they just can't give me that moment where Cap says Avengers assemble, at least the Falcon <laughs> had some red in his costume this time. Yeah, that was yeah. looked pretty I was neat. very pleased about that. Yeah, the end yeah. scene there, that was pretty pretty good squee moment right there, seeing the new it Avengers was. rolled out. Yeah, yeah, the new Avengers, I like that lineup. I mean, I, I, I'm I say, guys, I, I, you know, absolutely. Well, love this that's flick, that's that's but. close to the that's uh that's close to the lineup when they had the first ma- major change of the team. Yeah. When they yeah. had, so except for like um, you know the whole Quicksilver well, being dead thing, but 
and Hawkeye was, not being on the team anymore. It was yeah. called the Kooky, the Caps, Caps Kooky Quartet. Quartet. Yeah, so. Well, I'm sure uh, Hawkeye would be, what, a reserve Avenger now? Because I'm sure he's on call, you know, as, as long right. as anytime Natasha would say, come running, he'd come running. Yeah. And, uh, and they couldn't have put the Lonely Man Hulk music in when Hulk was flying away. <laughs> that would have been oh, so That would have been awesome. nice, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they managed to squeeze a few baths of that into the Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah. So. Say, yeah. Am I the only one in the world? And I may be. I demand a Hulk movie. I want another oh, Hulk yeah. movie. I love get it, the Incredible Hulk. No, I, Every can't. second I see the Hulk on screen. I mean, as soon as as soon as like they you know he got psychotic, Hulked out. I could feel that's that was my moment in the theater where I was just like, oh yeah 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 here we go, because Smashy's... Oh, here comes the Smash, you know? Yeah, but I, Universal has the rights for a solo Hulk movie. Is that really? That's oh. what's looking like it's going to hold it up. Yeah. Uh, but he's so, supposed not, to show up, like, somewhere in one of the next... I mean, he's going to be in the Infinity Wars, no doubt, but yeah. it's well, been hinted around to show up somewhere this. else. I've never read Planet Hulk, but I've read the premise for it. I wouldn't that I mean like a Hulk on Earth movie there's not a lot it's hard to figure out something to do with that but like a Planet Hulk type story couldn't yeah, that be just make Spadicus in space and yeah. that's where you could bring in Beta Ray yeah Rays. I mean uh, wouldn't that yeah. be fantastic it would be awesome smash? Yeah. I would see the shit out of that movie but well they've I been think. denying it but I mean there was some saying that he might show up in like the next Guardians movie or well, there that's the thing is you can pop that, him in there and yeah. it's going to be great. It's going to probably be the highlight. I mean, the Hulk was, I mean, let's let, let's face it. The Hulk was the money shot oh, yeah. in, in the, the Avengers. The Hulk, <laughs> oh, yeah. Hulk whacking Loki around like a, a rag doll <laughs> was the, I mean, there was a minute of solid applause in the theater after, and laughter after that. And they tried to do that again where you know the Hulk just punches him out you that know at the, yeah. but it's it's you're never going to capture that no. again but I mean the movie just when when the when when hulking out starts you know things just start firing on all cylinders and I mean that 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 the Edward Norton Hulk movie and I understand why Norton will never Norton will never be coming back because he's he monopolizes <laughs> movies, but I love that's one of my favorite Marvel movies of oh, all yeah. of them of all of them. Mm-hmm. I loved that movie. It was I, I still I put I put that above Iron Man. <laughs> that I I love that movie because it is such an homage not only to the comics but also to the Bill Bixby show. To Bill Bixby mm-hmm. and I mean they they really were, I mean it, brilliant cinematography where they worked green into. Everywhere, mm-hmm. green just—it was just—it was wonderful. It was fun. It had real smashy, smashy. It was every. It was. I I actually liked the first Hulk movie, and as a, as it was, it was very interesting, but it wasn't what, nearly what I wanted in a Hulk movie. Not even right. close. No. And this had everything that I would want in a Hulk movie, you know, and it was from beginning to end and 
I uh, I guess it just didn't sell, do as well as the other movies. Ruffalo could yeah. sell that so well. I mean, in solo oh, movie yeah. too, he could carry it so fucking yeah. well. Oh, I but, mean, he's a fantastic actor. Yeah. And his take on the Hulk is is very. I, I love it. And I, for one, and you know, and I'm so proud of us that we didn't even have to walk on eggshells over all the controversy over the quote unquote controversy over it. But I loved. <laughs> The relationship between Ruffalo and and uh, the Black Widow it made. I sense. didn't have a problem with it. That I, I I thought Hulk seemed like in a different. Something happened in the last couple of years, you know, since the well, first yeah, Avengers. Well, yeah, but that's okay. He seemed that like he was in more of control of himself. Yeah, but it, yeah. it makes sense that the two of those, them would would hook up, and I thought the stuff that that you know that that they were bonding over was very intriguing yeah and i don't yeah. and, the two and, broken people and there's mm-hmm. there's and there's and all this like well i thought she was coming on to captain Amer- and it's just like what it's just like middle school it's like the there wasn't even any make black widow hasn't even been making out before this she oh okay granted she made out with captain america on the you know to in yeah. the classic like quick kiss me right yeah you know type of thing that's movie flirting and and the black widow is a, an adult lady who kills has killed a lot of <laughs> yeah. people and fights for is in life threatening situations all the time she can get fucked all she wants right and <laughs> by me yeah, exactly <laughs> whoever Whatever she wants to do, you know, but it, it just and like you can't have any kids. The the fact that it would be yes. scandalous that she would hook up with the the Hulk after she flirted with Captain America once when they were alone or something that it's yeah, even, I, that's yeah, even I don't get an that. issue with the movie or yeah, because if know, anything, say, I mean, it makes her a deeper character because because I swear <laughs> that they that they were kind of alluding to the Incredible Hulk movie when I mean it, I thought Banner was basically saying that he. Was telling her he didn't even dare ever sleep with her, because right. they well, they made saying, a point of that was, in the Incredible Hulk too with uh, Betty. But he was saying I don't want to pass on my genetics because it'll yeah. be without genetics, and that would be a that would be that would turn it into an aliens movie. Remember, well, he didn't even yeah. do the deed in uh, Incredible Hulk. Yeah, Betty because his, once his heart rate starts going up, then you you run the risk of hulking out. Oh, yeah. there's and that's why he needs Scarjo is a lot, so oh, it's, there's a lot more of a danger than uh, <laughs> Tyler. He's he's already proven that he's a, a Zen, you know, learned Zen mastery <laughs> techniques. He can do some ta- they, they can they can figure things out. <laughs> there are ways. There are ways. <laughs> you yes. know, there you know. Whatever they're grown-ups. Give, Maybe we'll give, get to ask give the Hulk Stan a vibrator. Give Ruffalo a vibrator, <laughs> and you know whatever. And then, and then if 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 Ruffalo's got to have an orgasm, it's off to the Amazon jungle. <laughs> you know, <laughs> is that a euphemism? No, literally. Oh, yeah, I, I think Black, Black Widow waxes. And and, and you know, <laughs> and with some, I was just gonna say, with some exercise and some. And some discipline, you know. The one day she could maybe, you know, approach the Hulk. I'd buy that. Just I, I, I don't want to say what just went through my mind. Just saying. <laughs> just saying. There's movies out there that prove. I was possible. picturing. 
<laughs> Hulk, Hulk no like David Carradine method. <laughs> oh. Yeah, you need a battleship yanking on that chain to, for that, to, that trick to work. Oh, boy. Hulk practice autoerotic. Hulk can't even say it. <laughs> I just I just picture him finishing up and going, Beauty vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Hulk smash. I'm just saying. They're, they're, they're creative adults. They can figure it out. <laughs> Plus, there's Stark technology to consider as well. Yeah. That might help yeah. Them out. Maybe, they could, maybe Stark could come up with some sort of Hulk Buster. Hulk no one do role play. The Hulk Nut Buster. <laughs> I just want that glove that goes. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's what Thanos put on. Okay. It would be that sleep, same. Sleep, it would be that sleep. same hammer, except it would have a hole in the middle of it. Oh, oh, shit. It's going to onto his hand. It'll just latch onto something else. There you go. Just uh, <laughs> oh, warming up for ACBC Con, guys. Go to sleep. Yeah. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. <laughs> That's what you guys are going to be saying in the room. Go to sleep, go to sleep, go to sleep. Oh, <laughs> uh, sleep. I'm not going to sleep. All the listeners are listening with yeah. their children right yeah. now. What the hell are you thinking? I'll have to drink myself to sleep this weekend, next weekend. <laughs> Any day that ends in Y. That's right. <laughs> uh, so. Um, <laughs> any other major nitpicks that we want to discuss? Uh, only one. Um, the that... Marvel Universe clearly does not have Gwen Stacy physics. Um, that scene where the uh, bridge breaks and the woman in the car is falling and Thor rescues her and tosses her up to Captain America. Not Gwen Stacy physics. She would have been pretty much pulp. But... It, or at least unconscious from the G-forces of <laughs> yeah. flying upward. Yeah. Or no, I'm pretty sure, and that was like uh, you know, 110 mile per hour fastball special by Thor, and I just no, human bodies don't work like that. <laughs> well, Thor does control thunder and lightning. There's changes in density ah. in the air. Uh, something, something. No prize. Uh, one of the mega nerds would come out of the fucking woodwork if I mentioned that. <laughs> I didn't even notice that. It was just. Uh, I don't know why that one stuck in my mind over everything else, but that's how over my mind pretty city. much works. Yeah, yeah. well, floating, <laughs> floating yeah. cities are always problematic. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's but because but usually as, they should you know, just crumble under their not own as unrealistic. Weight. I'm guessing well, he's had some sort of force field. It's like when well, no, Superman they, vibranium. Actually, they explained it in there. They said the vibranium See? was creating a magnetic field holding the city together. I thought that I thought yeah. that was a clever way of destroying the Earth too. I like that. Just yeah, yeah that was an excellent supervillain plot right there. You gotta. It, it, give, I can't get the, the nuclear code, so let's make a meteor. Yeah. I, yeah. I thought of it more like everybody thought that's the first go-to thing he would go to, and it's just like, ah, no, I'd rather drop a city on him. Yeah, it's almost <laughs> like he intentionally put a red herring out for the nuclear codes thing. And it was, it was just like, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'm. Why would I want to do something boring like that? I'm gonna yeah. lift a city up into the air and drop it. Yeah. Symbolic. Much as I differ on how they should have written Ultron, maybe I fucking James Spader did nail it, and it was I thought actually, it, it was actually a very hilarious freaking performance. I, I mean, I enjoy, that's the thing is I'm not I am not 
I can imagine what the original Ultron was. I can just hear him in sort of a Jack Kirby voice, just like, you idiots. Yeah, it wouldn't have worked. It wouldn't have worked. Before the (laughs) the almighty, you know, power of Ultron and, you know, with flames, you know. with Which is why no one's really had the balls to do Doctor Doom like Doctor Doom yet. It's like that over the top of a villain, but that's what we want to see. (laughs) (laughs) I also think you know that 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 that, that um, it's a little bit of um, enemy within evil Kirk. You know, I mean, uh, yeah. people really love, and and also to their credit, um, Tony. I mean, you know, Iron Man came first, and everybody's really in the Tony Stark character is very appealing. But uh, and I think maybe having an evil, you know, evil version of him. Also was and it was very appealing, yeah. Um, but at I'd the same it. time, they, they they do a very good job of not having him monopolize the movie with his natural charisma. Charisma. He's got charisma, Dave. <laughs> uh, the only other missing part I I would have liked to have seen more of is like how I just I'm not sure I even get yet why Quicksilver and Scarlet Witch got with, you know, is Ultron on, I guess he is on Craigslist if he infested the internet, but I mean, it, it almost felt like, it's like, yeah, we're answering your Craigslist ad. What's up there, super robotic dude? Well, he would have had knowledge we of when the event is tangled with him, you know. Yeah, and he was in Strikers, 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 you know, lair there. Striker, so Striker, Striker! And it, it's basically, that's what they were working on, Ultron, is my understanding. And then They're working on robots, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So he so. put himself into one of their robots. That just Which felt didn't. a little weirdly rushed, um, but I don't know. It's still, I almost pissed myself when he cut off Claw's arm there, and and, and we <laughs> yeah. got Claw in a movie. Let's just talk about yeah, that. No. But that was, that was a great. great and, and that was just like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sure that'll be okay. Just like, <laughs> and then he did. I just see that, yeah. <laughs> and they referenced Wakanda. It's like ah, uh, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. he he could if they if they would have put ten minutes more of him in there, he would have stole. Uh, that was Andy Circus, right? Yeah, I mean, that was, basically he, he would have stole the movie if he would have got. They better 10 be bringing minutes. him back for Black Panther. I can't imagine they won't. I'm sure oh, they, they will. have. He yeah, yeah, they have to. That character is too well developed. He's already too well developed. Yeah, like Circus already has his mind around what that guy is. Yeah, that guy was sick. right. That was a great character. He was just very well portrayed in the short amount of time that they had him in the movie. You really got a feel of who that guy was. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for the Black Panther movie either. Yeah. And Jungle who thought adventure. anyone would ever say that? Yeah. I'm totally stoked, man. I want yeah, a yeah. big, crazy jungle sci-fi adventure with them. It's going to be gonna, awesome. We're also going to get a, we're going to get a Spidey casting here any minute now. Um, you know, they're talking to a couple of 15-year-olds. Good. And, uh, they're the ones yeah. yeah, I mean, I guess that's the way they're going to go, and that's cool. As long as it's not another origin story. Just they have Spider-Man. said that yeah, he's, he's going to just be Spider-Man. Yeah, I mean, they're going to have to God. do it in a flashback here or there, but Marvel's become a master of that, so, I mean, they're, you know... We got what five minutes in the beginning. Of I don't mind the galaxy, if in every Spider-Man movie we see Uncle Ben. No, <coughs> no I, don't I think care. everybody knows by now. I don't. I, I think, yeah. think it's like Batman. You don't ever need to. Yeah. Batman, Superman, and Spider-Man don't. You really don't need to hammer home their origins. No, all you have to do is have him. He'll just be. He'll explain it to somebody in the movie. Is how they'll pretty much handle it. 
you know, the one or two people that knows he's Spider-Man, he'll he'll tell it to, you know. I'm I just assuming. hope he shows up and they're like, oh, Spider-Man. <laughs> you know, and and somebody there thinks he's an asshole. <laughs> that's how, it's fine, and that's how that's how it, that that that'll be fine with me. You know, it's gonna be an interesting dance. And I, man, I nothing. I love Joss Whedon, but he's not as good an action director as the Russos are. I mean, I saw so, and it's kind of maybe it's an unfair comparison, but because uh, Winter Soldier was like so so much hand to hand combat and shot so well, in my opinion. But um, the, I, I didn't think the cinematography was as good in this Avengers as it was the original one and there were more characters on screen but essentially it still boiled down to lots of enemies coming at the Avengers and the Avengers kicking their ass and he just seemed to be able to focus a little better in the first one than in this one and I'm excited to see what the Russos do with more Marvel because they fucking knocked it out of the park with Winter Soldier oh yeah Winter Soldier seems to be almost like the one to beat lately yeah I mean, it's definitely up there for me. Winter Soldier and Guardians of the Galaxy. For me. Winter yeah, Soldier's, Winter Soldier's a little bit better. Uh, they're 0.58% better. Yeah, 12% better. <laughs> a smidge. Ah, uh, so final thoughts or uh, other tangents or? Yeah, Thor is pretty. Uh pretty uh what's the word i'm looking for Hot. pretty <laughs> yeah baby. pretty pretty he's not very responsible giving old men alcohol hey man no that was, uh, that was beautiful that, was that, was, that might be the, his best cameo yet yeah, yeah you know come this on what i mean living one warrior was Omaha Beach. I was like, yeah, he, he played the fucking, line. played the World <laughs> War II card in World War Two. Yeah, it's there's like, no way that Thor is gonna be able to freaking pass that up. A warrior making, you know, bringing out the war card. No. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was awesome. And, that patty yeah. was great though, because it's like, oh hey, Falcon's still around, War Machine's yeah. still around. All these yeah, it really was. That was a nice scene. That was a really nice scene. And that that just added to the world building, and that yeah, the the Avengers have been doing it now for a couple of years, and they know people, and you know it's a family now, basically. Yeah. yeah. So that was cool, and everyone busting each other's balls. <laughs> That's the way the Avengers always were, though. So. Oh yeah, just nailed that. I mean, yep. and I'm glad he was able to take the time to do that much, and uh, you know I could see fucking an hour more of just that stuff, you know. Alien, you know, the Avengers quibbling over. I love that Cap mentioned the bylaws and all that stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. I actually have a print copy of those bylaws. Yeah? Oh, oh nice. Do we have to abide by them in Atlantic City? God, oh, I hope not. We all have to sit down and we'll agree upon bylaws when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll draw all our parameters. Yeah. Parameter number one: Do not do anything that will require the rest of the group to bail you out of an incarceration uh, situation. Uh, (laughs) My my parameters I'm taking directly from the keyboardist for Spinal Tap. Have a good time, all (laughs) the time. Well, you know they say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, but what's going to happen in ACBC? It's going to get transmitted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything is on Just the Just remember that. 
Whoops. This is coming from the guy who took a shit on, 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 uh... Oh, because I did you. <laughs> well, so we, we all need to come up with a list you. of dares, is what you're saying. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> That's not good. We'll play it by ear. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to seeing it again. I'm looking forward to more pro... I, I, I was really glad that we didn't... Uh, and it's funny, usually, like... At five guys are riding home from the movie. It's like basically a mini version of the show, but yeah. I think we were both just processing it so much. Yeah. It's like, uh, oh, that was cool. That was cool. Yeah, that was cool. And that was about am, as really. much thought as I could put into it because I was just chewing on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I got more out of it the second time, definitely. It was a. Uh... Yeah, it was definitely the visual spectacle I expected it to be. And, yeah, I, I would have loved to have seen... I, I still don't understand why Ultron had to have fucking lips and teeth instead of a fun. gaping maw. It was, and I enjoyed the hell out of it. I, I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. Um, those are just comic nerd nitpicks. Uh, overall, I love the flick, you know, and, and again, it just it's fucking amazing what Joss Whedon has been able to pull off with two movies. You know, both financially and visually, and just I don't envy what the man's brain is like right I, now. Uh, <laughs> when they first announced the Avengers, I didn't. I was not very uh, confident they were going to pull it off. I, I thought it was actually. I mean, I, I didn't really expect them to go with him, but when they did, I thought it was a pretty brilliant choice. Because, and they knew it was a safe choice. It's like. You know, if he fails, oh well, it's on him, basically. Because he was <laughs> yeah. kind of, as far as filmmaking, he's nobody at that point. He's done TV, and he had one fairly unsuccessful movie based on a TV show. Um, oh, no, no. I, it, well, I mean, well, he wrote that, a bunch well, of shit. I mean, shit, Buffy but. the Vampire Slayer was, was <laughs> him. I mean, well, that oh, movie yeah. actually oh, yeah. didn't do well when it first came out, actually. It right, was, right. But I mean, the show, was Buffy, was actually so much more of accomplishment and that's yeah. where you know he learned to juggle such a huge cast and and do it you know and be able to do each character service in a short amount of time and that's why he was the perfect choice for this movie um the russos obviously winter soldier was pretty big flick too and a lot of people but they just <laughs> i hope they they're up to the task because yeah winter soldier or cap three civil war is going to be that turned up to 11. It's got a oh, bigger yeah. freaking cast than the Avengers do. Yeah, bring it on. I say bring it yeah. on already. Wow, shit. You know, I'll be in the seats, that's for sure. So. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, all minor nitpicks aside, Marvel does it again. Fuck, yeah. Yeah. Yes, they did. Next? Go see the movie already. Wrap up? Yeah, but it, it's it. This movie is so dense. I think it it deserves at least a second viewing, just to process it all. But you know, like you said, Scott, my nitpicks nitpicks aside, Marvel has succeeded again. I have yet to see them fail. And while this may not be as good as the first one, may not be good as Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, it is still a good movie. Still a lot of great comic nods in there. I may have not have liked the characterization of Ultron, but Spader nailed it for what he what the character was given in this movie and I yeah. I loved it. 
Ditto. I loved it too. All right, that's it. We're done. <laughs> Nobody has anything else to say. All right, we're out. Let's talk about. Let's talk more about Bill's shit tube that he had to deal with. <laughs> If you shop at Amazon.com, please consider using the link at 2TrueFreaks.com to shop there. If you use this link to go to Amazon and then you shop, 2TrueFreaks gets a little cut of what you buy and it doesn't cost you anything extra. So you get to shop as usual and help out the 2TrueFreaks at the same time. Visit our website at 2TrueFreaks.com. 2TrueFreaks is always spelled T-W-O. T-R-U-E-F-R-E-A-K-S You can email 2 True Freaks directly at 2TrueFreaks at gmail.com 2 True Freaks and all of its excellent affiliates are available on iTunes and you can choose to subscribe to either the entire network if you wish or pick whichever individual shows you want to follow. We have so many shows to choose from there's just bound to be one that appeals to your particular fandom. Just search Two True Freaks with an exclamation mark at the end, space, and the number two. You can find Two True Freaks on Facebook. Just search for Two True Freaks. Dumbass. If you ever leave your house and you actually have friends, why don't you tell them about Two True Freaks? If you've enjoyed our show, please, won't you take a moment to rate us on iTunes? That helps others find the show, too. Thanks for listening. And join us every Monday for new episodes of Two True Freaks. We were finally invited aboard one of these spacecraft, which landed near Ann Arbor, Michigan on October the 24th of 1954. This is a drawing of the craft. As I was leaving the craft, the commander, Soltek, said, soon others of your people will be able to have an experience similar to this.